Well, good morning and welcome to the drive, you guys. It is a 4.55 a.m. on August 29th. A little bit earlier, I have a, a 7 a.m. meeting, uh, church meeting with someone from the congregation. Uh, so, I was like, let's go to the gym and get that over with before. <laughs> so that's why, hence I'm up so early. There was a time, you know, where uh, when we had kids that... You know, my, my girls are, our girls are 9 and e, almost 11, so 9 and 10 right now, our two daughters. But there was a time where I just went at 4 a.m. when everyone was sleeping so that I could um, get the workout done and not waste, you know, precious family time uh, in the morning. So, and that even uh, happened like that all the way up until like last year. And so the, this next year, like the last year, basically, I... I've been waking up a little bit later because I started to get a little bit concerned with how much the amount of sleep I was getting or the lack of sleep really and so um, it's not it wasn't really healthy <laughs> so now I'm uh, sleeping more I'm getting up a little bit later like usually around 6 a.m. is kind of like the average but this morning I got up early just to get it all all done all over with and because um, uh, I have a uh, Busy day with meetings and going to the church office and studying and running around, all that stuff. But anyway, Galatians, we're continuing on and uh, we're in Galatians chapter 3 and we're looking at verses 1 and 2 where, you, you know, the Apostle Paul, he's really talking about uh, the false teachers that were permeating and invading the churches in the region of Galatia. And so he gets straight to the point. I mean, he's straight, he's very, he's straight, it's like straight talk. He's very direct, right? And one of the things he says, Galatians 3, 1 and 2, O foolish Galatians, and that's an exclamation point there in the Greek, O foolish Galatians, tell me how you really feel. I mean, he was very honest, right? And let me read the rest before I start driving. He said, Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit of the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? It's a rhetorical question. Obviously, I'm pulling out of my driveway. Obviously, Paul knew the answer to that. That they received the works of the law by grace through faith. Right? And so that's, an, that's really an obvious one. But he's trying to let them know, listen... <laughs> This is the gospel. This is the truth. Jesus was crucified. Like the, Don't add anything to this. Don't distort it. Don't change it. And so sometimes, you know, you say those things that are kind of attention grabbers. And he, that's kind of what I, <laughs> I hear Paul saying right now. He's like, oh, foolish Galatians. Think about it, you guys. Think about your past. I, I, I am so thankful uh, to certain people who called me out. To, to certain people who were checking to make sure I was in line with the scriptures. I'm so thankful for that. Like I, I knew uh, there's a church. I mean, there's not just one church, but in my experience, uh, there is <clears throat> this one church who, when you went in there, like the leaders and the elders and just the people, they were they were so direct. And when you come into the church they would someone will come and 
come right up to you, not be, you know, timid or scared or they were welcoming, they were loving and they just started to conversate and it wasn't like surface level conversation. It was like, how's everything going? Oh, you married? Oh, that's great. How's your marriage going? I mean, it was like some people who aren't used to that would go into a church that was like that and be like, what? Why are you asking me all these personal questions? But the whole thing was they wanted to keep people accountable and they wanted to have honesty up front so as to keep each other in check. That was one of their main things. And so uh, I I remember hearing that and the people that went to that church, they said it was actually kind of a blessing like they weren't evasive they weren't like mean or anything but their intentions were we're in this together and we want to make sure our walks are strong we want to we want iron sharpening iron and i think that's important we need people that will just tell us yeah you're being foolish (laughs) And, and see that's the thing the people that will tell us that those people need to be biblically literate. They can't just, here's my opinion, you're an idiot. Like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they have to be biblically literate and base everything off of God's word because his word is what chastens and corrects and lifts up and builds up and and sometimes it hurts and then, and then it heals. But we need others to take the Bible and use it to help us lovingly sometimes point things out that are not of the Lord. And it's not, again, I would much rather rather have someone be like, hey, have you, you know, have you considered this? I know, I know you said this or you're doing this, but have you, have you considered or thought about maybe this side of it? Like I'm just reasoning with the other instead of just being like, what's wrong with you? Now, Paul could speak into the lives of and into the health of these churches because he planted over 20 churches around this region. And so, as one overseeing the churches, he needed to be straight up. He needed them, their eyes to be open, their ears to be open because they were being led astray. And this is a huge thing. And this is sad. And this is something in that, that needs to be needed to be addressed. And I remember one time, Again, I have a few pastor friends, different states, but um, one pastor friend, particularly, I call him when I, I'm like, I need straight up, straight, like he doesn't beat around the bush, he doesn't sugarcoat things, he doesn't water it down, he just tells me. <laughs> and one time, I'm not going to tell you what, I'm, what, what I was running by him, but I was telling him something about the church and what was going on, and he's like, dude, what are you doing? That, you, you can't. Don't do it. Don't do that. <laughs> he just told me straight up. And uh, you know what? It wasn't like, a, oh, how dare you? I'm not your friend anymore. You know, this is a middle school. But I was like so blessed by his honest and upfront response to me. And I 100% received it. And I totally took action uh, to remedy or to work these things out that I was kind of running by him. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> You know, you're right. And that's the thing, you guys. Oftentimes, 
we can't see things ourselves. Like this is why God created us for himself, but also for one another, for koinonia, for fellowship, for connection, for cohesion, to dwell together in unity. This is why he created us. This is one of the reasons to dwell together in unity, to talk to each other, to reason with one another, to share truth with each other, to pray for one another. It's like, this is one of the reasons, not just haphazardly, oh, you know, if you decide to have a friend, great. No, he created us for connection. God, the creator, <laughs> created us for connection. And so he was, you know, Paul the Apostle was telling the Galatians, you guys, are you being this foolish? Like, is this for real? What are you doing? You know the truth. The truth has set you free. And now you're going back into bondage. Like... You guys, come on, please, snap out of it, open your eyes. And we need people like that in our lives, honestly. Because if we can't take correction, hey, we're never going to grow. We're never going to spiritually grow. If we resist correction or the authority of God's word in our life or allowing people that who are biblically literate to speak into our life, if we cut all them off, then guess what? We're going to transgress. Willing, which means willingly sinning. We're going to know things are wrong, but do it anyway because, hey, there's no one there to hold me accountable. It's fine. And we'll justify things and we'll be walking in sin and we'll be miserable. I really do believe that's one of the ways to have joy is to be real and honest with one another, keep each other accountable. Because then we'll be free. Because then we'll get that outside biblical perspective that will help us in our daily walks with the Lord. And we'll be free and we'll be relieved and we'll be joyful. Without it, we'll be all in our head. We'll overthink. We'll complicate what is simple. And we, know, we don't want that. We shouldn't want that. So anyway, Paul continues on just reminding these guys. Letting them know. Trying to, kind of like a wake-up call. Hey, <laughs> come on guys. Stick to the gospel. Christ died. By grace you're saved. Like, do not start to think it's works of the law that saves you. Do not start to think it's you that actually contributes fully to being saved. Like, by grace, through faith, don't be foolish. So straightforward. And, you know, let me just couple this really quick because this morning um, in my, you know, Bible time... I was looking at Psalm 6, which I love. I love Psalm 6 because it's real. It's honest. David is saying, please, Lord, have mercy on me. I cry all night long. Like he was very real and raw with the Lord as he was seeking him. And we should be real and raw with the Lord. But again, Proverbs says in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So we also need to be real and raw with those one or two friends, however many, maybe there's five, maybe there's at least one, right? To where it can be like, I'm struggling. I, or I, I messed up, I, you know, I sinned yesterday. Or I, I got this attitude and I just went off and I, I was angry and I sinned. You know, where Psalm 4 says be angry and do not sin. So we need God, yes, 100%. But we're also created for connection where we need one another. So find those friends that you can be real with. In the Lord. And 
you'll be on track you'll be kept accountable you'll get that out you'll get that necessary outside perspective that we all need amen well hey god bless you guys i hope you have an amazing tuesday and we'll talk to you in the morning